Welcome back to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. It's been mm, a little while. Short minute. Yeah, just like short of a minute. Yeah. A baker's minute. <laughs> a baker's- yeah, a baker's minute because they're yeah. fast. Two years running now, we take an unscheduled break in the summer, but we're back with a little bit different format for at least what we're calling these mini episodes. Yes. We're leading up to what you might call a season. We're not necessarily calling it that, but we are going to get back to our usual fare here very soon. In the meantime, we're going to be visiting in these mini episodes. Cartoons, Travis, since we started this show, so many people have come up to us. I mean, just people of all walks of life, big, small, wide, (laughs) narrow, people I don't know. People I do know. It's it's every type. They have asked us, when are you guys going to do fill in the blank this cartoon that doesn't really fit our usual format? I'll listen to your show if you cover that one. Yeah, thing. I, I guess like I'd check lot. it out. Our typical format, if you are new to this show, if you came in seeing the name of the cartoon that we're covering today, we're going to get to it very quickly. But just so you know, typically we're covering... Saturday morning cartoon fair, something more along the lines of your He-Mans and the Masters of the Universe. (laughs) I didn't warm up to it properly, but people will ask us about shows that were on Nickelodeon, that were on Disney, that were uh, shows that are typically good. And that's why we don't usually cover them. Um, There's no action usually in them. And we usually are like, why why would I want to make fun of that show? I'll just be saying it was great. And then I'm going to shut up. But we wanted to get in the studio and we wanted to talk, pay a little respect to these shows because they were good and because people want to hear about them. So today we're beginning with my favorite amongst the Nicktoons, the yep. original Nicktoons. It's fucking Doug. That's me. It's fucking Doug. Hey. Holy shit, is it Doug? Yeah, it is. I watched Doug so much that my cousin who uh, was living with my family for a brief time when I was like 13, Uh he just called me Doug because I would watch Doug and he thought it was silly that I was watching this cartoon at that age, I think. (laughs) But guess what? It made me the man I am today. You're like, I started believing like I was Doug. I started just- And I started to wear a green vest and Uh (laughs) it really didn't work out well for me. (laughs) Doug is a Nicktoon. It was actually the first Nicktoon, literally the first one. Wow. The Adam of Nicktoons. That's big biz. You're getting biblical with your Nicktoons. Originally ran for four seasons, 52 episodes, 1991 to 1994, at which point Nickelodeon was supposed to buy 65, which seems to be the typical number that we do, but they were stalling on ordering the last 13, and that went for a bit, and finally, ABC was sniffing around Doug, and they went with ABC, which was eventually bought by Disney by the time they actually had the deal go through. So Doug became a Disney tune, a Diz tune. As I believe they're called. It happened so fast. It happened so fast. Well, you know, I had stopped, you know, Doug, I was probably still watching it around that time. And then it ran for three more seasons, another 65 episodes from 97 to 99 under as Disney's Doug, which just seems offensive to me. (laughs) One, I didn't watch it. I tried it out and it was different. And Doug had sleeves all of a sudden and had a different voice. It it tasted different. It did. It really, really did. Well, because he was played by a different voice actor. 
And there, he had sleeves all of a sudden. That's how you, you know it's the wrong they Doug. They bought the right sleeves. Well, no, they, I mean, they did other shit. I mean, yeah. they kept other voices. But what happened is Billy West, who played Fry on Futurama, who is the red Eminem and has been for a long time. <laughs> he was also on Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's been the Bumblebee on the Cheerios commercials, all these things. So you think Santa will like these red and green Eminems? I don't know. I never met the guy. <laughs> he does exist. Morning, Garfield. I don't do mornings. Good, then that's my box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Gosh, Ren, isn't this beautiful? Try it on me. Ow, my sperm. Huh, didn't hurt that time. He got too expensive for them. For Disney, I don't understand. Disney was just being cheap, is what it was. Listen, they're trying to fuck make it. <laughs> They're trying to make Don't it, even bro. try to defend this. Don't even try. I'm getting hot under the collar because I wanted more Doug. I was willing to watch more Doug at age 12 and 13 and all this. And all they gave me was this shit. Yeah. Just this new oh, wrong Doug. I would have liked to have seen uh, Doug progress, you know. Uh, no, I wanted him to say exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> progress. I was fine with him going to other schools and stuff, but just keep it the same. <laughs> keep it the fucking same. It's, it's such a disappointment. But they were, those original episodes are Pretty much all great. Uh, it does suffer from the pilot being, you know, a little bit weirder animation, not quite there yet. Right. But man, just, and they did the whole thing. I guess this was common for their Nicktoons at the time where you divide it up into two stories per episode. Uh-huh. But that means that there's a lot of memories that came from it. A lot. A, a lot, lot of giving up too. A lot of giving up. This is this is a show about a quiet, gentle boy uh-huh. named Doug. Here's his full name. Douglas Yancey Funny. His last name is funny. If he wasn't so give upable, uh-huh. he probably could have turned into some kind of great comedian with a name like that. Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. Well, I'm funny. Uh, I mean, Doug funny. It's a show about accepting your limitations uh-huh. and being okay with who you are, even if it's a disappointment. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, I, I, there's a really positive element to this show. Like the message is there often where it's a Doug is a sensitive young boy who writes in his journal about things that happen. And Only he, white guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, cause when your color scheme is blue, purple, green, it's everybody is some made up ethnicity and it, it's set in like a, a very far future where we have so we're so far past racism, skin has just gone nuts. It's it's yeah. oh great, we can play now. So everybody's every color. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. Doug physically is is a marvel. <laughs> he is a beanpole. Uh, Underwhelming. I, uh, yes, I would say so. And that's and he barely has hair on his head. Like it looks like he is the baldest kid you ever uh-huh, met. Like yeah. he started male pattern balding at age. A week before he came out of the womb, uh-huh. I guess. He's where I'm at now. <laughs> I like his style. <laughs> well, he also, his he has a nose that's not just, it's not even long. It is just big bulbous. as in, yes, it's bulbous. bulbous. It takes up two thirds of his head. <laughs> like it's just that big. And there is an episode where Skeeter's little brother, who's hilarious, starts calling him Big Nose and bites him on the nose. Hiya, Big Nose. <laughs> big Nose, Big Nose, Big Nose, Big Nose, Big Nose. And that's when it hit me for the first time. I had a big nose. It's learning about uh, loving yourself, even if you have a big bulbous nose, which there's no arguing that he has. <laughs> but there there are all kinds of body types, not just the crazy skin colors, but all kinds of body types and a lot of weird names like Skunky Beaumont is a name that gets said a lot. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, Bluffington beat somebody. BB Bluff, that's her name. That's the rich girl. Patty Mayonnaise, of course. Everybody has a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's like the weirdest town of weirdos that all love each other. It's a feel-good hit of the summer. 
Doug is a sensitive boy and he's kind of shy, kind of anxious. He does a lot of daydreaming. He does a lot of writing his journal. He draws comic books, all these things. So there's a lot for big me. Big suit. To, yeah, well, in one episode, yeah, there's a big suit. We had checked out an episode right before this just to refresh our, our Doug palettes mm-hmm. uh, called Doug's Garage Band. One of my favorites where yeah, good he one. and his good friend Skeeter tried to, they just record a song that they wrote that they called Banging on a Trash Can. Banging on a trash can. Drumming on the street light. Strumming on my banjo. One little voice is calling me, calling me. One little voice is calling me. All right, our first song. And as they started to talk to other people about it, they all got involved because they couldn't say no to anybody. Right. And I think that's really the lesson here is learn to say no, because there was always a lesson to the episode. And, and a lot of them were actually really good. It's like, hey, I learned to love my sister, even though she's a jerk, you yeah. know, or whatever. She's got shit going on, too. Uh, or my my me and my dad are going to spend time together or me and my friend. Hey, you know what? Everybody should get a say if you're going to do a project together or, or whatever. I don't, don't want to wake up today. I'm going to sleep. That's the thing is that it is like it does seem like Doug is going to settle easily into middle aged mediocrity. Uh-huh. Like that is his place in life. And that is fine. That's the beauty of the yeah. show. I will say that I watched the show so much. I wonder if I hadn't watched Doug's if I'd watched more G.I. Joe than Doug. Uh-huh. Would I today be able to, I don't know, like fix a motor in a car or change a tire better on a car, or any number of manly things that Doug just was not teaching me. He was teaching me about feelings and platonic relationships. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> he was teaching me about that. How to, how to not cry too much after the girl tells you, get away from me. Because <laughs> she will. Mm-hmm. She'll say, or to say, I think you're more friend material. That's <laughs> definitely what Doug was probably going to hear a lot. Yeah. He was pursuing Patty Mannings, uh-huh. who was a, uh, a very tan blonde woman who, uh, here, young lady. Is this a private party or can I join you? Oh no, the ketchup. I must have squirted you. It's okay, really. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, really, it's okay. Hope you like Bluffington. I love Bluffington. Her dad was in a wheelchair, which was a big reveal because she's so active. Mm -hmm. He's one of these uh, hyper-muscular wheelchair guys, you find out. Yeah, (laughs) which is great, but it's just like we're going to represent literally every kind of person there is. Right. Yeah. Man. Just in the end, they live in Bluffington, is the name of the place. And they must have been really hungry the entire time they were working on this show because they have this weird obsession with beets, with vegetables in general, and with food at large. Everything has names. Like the name of the dog is Pork Chop. The beets, the B E E T S, is the name of the band that they love so is, much. Is there something that ties into their culture? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, where do they live? Are they supposed to be in America yeah, or like, are they? Are they like, uh, are they made from the, from food? As far as I can tell, no. I mean, but maybe it's a world, an alternate world where they've all evolved from vegetables. I don't right. know. Yeah, and that's why like, everybody's so cool and nice at the end of the day. Not everybody's so cool and nice. Uh, you've got Roger Klotz, who is the jerk, the bully of uh-huh. the group, who was also played by Billy West in the original version. Hey, funny, what are you doing? Capital L loser. Don't be such a loser, funny. I hear you got a rotten tooth. I've got a sore tooth is all, Roger. I bet you're scared to get that thing fixed. Cut it out, Roger. You mean yank it out, don't you, funny? <laughs> Leather jacket, white shirt, jeans. Says he's, enough. He's got a stinky cat, literally named Stinky. Uh-huh. And uh, a shocker red hair. And he's just a jerk. And he's got green skin. <laughs> you know those green skins. You know how they are. I'm sorry. It always brings it out in me. Yeah, it does, you know, man. I'm, I had a bad experience with some green skins when I was young. <laughs> But Doug is Doug is like 
the anxious hero, yeah. the hero that will choose the right thing and he will get the mediocre reward usually as, as a result. It's not that there was a better reward. It's that whatever he was shooting for wasn't even possible. And now he's going to learn to settle for the reality, which is good, but not as good as the dream. Because he has a lot of dream sequences, <laughs> a lot of daydream sequences that are either anxiety dreams or I wish the world was like this. And it's yeah. never either one. It's never as crazy as he thinks it's going to be. <laughs> I but love he, it. It's all framed as he's writing in his journal, which is I didn't write in a journal. I was given a journal by my grandma uh, when I was, I don't know, 11. Yeah. But it was like clearly meant for at the time at Gross. least for for a girl like it had, oh. a, it had like a horse on the front and these things which i, I wrote it. in it a little bit it, it did it was locked uh -huh. yeah and i wrote in it a little bit but then i was like i feel embarrassed writing in this and now i feel kind of bad because she gave me a gift you know yeah, you're kind sounds, of a jerk, dude. Yeah, it sounds like an episode of Doug I need to go watch. I'm sure there's one for that lesson. Appreciate the gifts you're given. He keeps writing in it just even though he doesn't want to. The theme song to this show is another classic. It is. The music is, there's a whole lot of usage of just, uh, yeah, lots of mouth sounds. Right. It's not straight beatboxing. There are occasional instruments. Even, ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we got into oh, another song. Sorry, here. sorry. Well, even when they even when they go to a dream sequence, it's a person going wow, 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 wow. as wherever they can. They relied on a mouth. The show does have a lot of uh, music interaction. Music is a big part of the show. Yeah. Their favorite band, the biggest band in the world, in their world, is the Beats, who are somewhere between like a hard rock band and the Beatles. They all look like Ringo <laughs> Starr and talk like that. Right. My college roommate and I. Loved the song, I Need More Allowance. That was one of their hits. Yeah. But their most famous one was, hey, the food thing coming up again. Killer Tofu! That's not bad. Oh, it's good. This is a song all about food. I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't going to play that when I leave here. <laughs> I will gladly listen. I, I hope there's a soundtrack out there for me to access. It's so good. I'm playing it. Man, the beats had a lot of great hits. Yeah. And uh, I, I will play one more. It's just perfect. It's perfect. We were singing. These are 20-year-old men singing this to each other <laughs> with nothing better to do, I guess. <laughs> Can I tell I need more allowance. Sounds like Lemmy from Motorhead was singing that one. <laughs> it's just, they're so catchy, man. And I heard them so many times as a kid because I would just watch this. This was one that was on repeats for 
forever, it seemed like. Yeah. So I saw it when it when it debuted and kept watching it for years afterwards. With that spinal tap, like almost. Uh... There's definitely a spinal tap element <laughs> to it, it for sure, for sure. Yo, la hee Oh, oh, <laughs> Just like a, ch- a big burly chimney sweep saying that song. I need more, more allowance. <laughs> I need like more allowance. No, like, well, that was from, there was an episode where their uh, their principal, principal Bone or Boner, I forget which one it is. But he, he it turns out like he is into yodeling. And Boners. so he yodels boners. Uh-huh. He's just a boner, a yodel boner. And the band, the beats comes to school or something like that. And they learn, they think yodeling is really cool. And Doug was going to be embarrassed of it. Yeah. And it turns out like, Hey, they think that's neat. So they didn't put it in their new song. Yo, like, oh, can't even <laughs> pronounce the H's in, in that shit. Cause they're so cockney. They're so working class. They can't even do it. <laughs> Doug, when he drew, he had a superhero that was just him uh, named Quail Man <laughs> that was him with a belt on his head, like a quail's uh, head thing that okay. they have, yep. I guess, and uh, his underwear over his pants and a red cape, and he had quail powers, like a quail hypnosis or something that he could use, but I remember a particular episode where he and Skeeter, his best friend, Skeeter Valentine, who's a real cool dude, plays drums. Real cool. Real cool. Wears a lightning bolt shirt. Yeah. And like knee, knee pads that are built into his pants, seems like. Heavy yellow pants. Heavy. heavy. <laughs> These pants, they were very heavy. Yeah. They started working on a comic together because Skeeter had a character named the Silver Skeeter, like the Silver Surfer from yeah. Marvel. And they started drawing him together, but then they couldn't agree on how to make the dang comic. <laughs> he's from the planet. <laughs> and he's made of liquid titanium. And he flies around on his cosmic skateboard. And he's super strong. No way. What? Skeet, he's too powerful. He can just do anything he wants. Okay, maybe he shouldn't have any powers, like Quail Man. <laughs> At least Quail Man has the power of intelligence, unlike some people. And the lesson was, how do you make comics with your friends? You just you don't, don't do, it. do it. Yeah, make them separate and don't combine them. That seems to be, if you want to keep your artistic integrity, don't make compromises. We're done being friends. He had an older sister named Judy. Uh-huh. She was a uh, moody teenager on the show, which is funny because Doug's like in sixth grade, I think, something like that. I guess Judy's supposed to be all of 14 or 15, maybe. Me, Judy Funny. <laughs> Quick, we've only got an hour before Kyle arrives, and you've got a lot of lines to learn. Lines? Yes, now, you're playing a renowned poet, novelist, and playwright living in seclusion after a life of piracy on the high seas. As a kid, I had a crush on her because she was just the older sister type. But she has, like, an undercut. She's got, like, shaved of, like, what, what millennials would now wear, where it's, like, yeah, slightly shaved on the side kind right. of thing. But red hair, uh, dark sunglasses, and a purple beret, and dresses in all black otherwise. And she's a super dramatic, artistic type who writes poetry and all this. Yeah, back then, they, they were they were chancing it with that haircut. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there were ladies that I, I was around in uh, junior high that did that. But I also had that haircut. I had long hair with an undercut as well. And the real issue is when the undercut starts to grow out, you have to make a choice. Am I going to let it grow into a full head of hair? Who's getting it? Who's getting the scissors? What? The scissors? I'm talking buzzing it. Man. Right, right, Like, right. just about. But it takes, like, you have a point where my hair was, like, down past my shoulders, and then the hair underneath is starting to get, like, two or three inches long. Right. So you, or either you grow it out or you cut it all off and start over. Yeah. And for a lady, I can imagine that's that's a difficult proposition. For sure. It's definitely a life changer. It's risky out there. Be careful. <laughs> Seriously. With your hair. Protect your hair, ladies. Pork chop, yeah. the dog, uh-huh. uh, cute little doggy. 
I don't remember why they named him that. I think he takes point in a few episodes, like a, a front runner. <laughs> uh, but he he's he is preternaturally smart. Yeah. Like the episode we just watched, he was operating, well, <laughs> not the mixing table, but the the tape recorder that they were playing into. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's he's there all the time. He's he is they they don't give him enough credit for being almost humanly smart. Yeah, he's their rock. He is the glue that holds this family together, the funny family. The cornerbone. The hilarious family. The cornerbone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were not gonna continue until I recognized what oh, you said either. I would have kept looking at you too. I, got weird. I didn't even hear. I'm like, okay, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no, poor chop. It's a good name for a dog, too. It is. It's a cute little name. One particular episode that sticks out in my brain, because my friend and I probably, if I call him today, he would probably say this to me. Uh-huh. I love you, Will. Yeah. It, that was the name of one of the episodes. <laughs> okay. was I love you, Will. And that's why I love the show. It felt like it yeah, was for me. I'm with you. There's an episode where he is, tr- Doug is trying to learn to be a ventriloquist, uh-huh. I think for a talent show. And he buys a puppet and he is watching a tape about how to become a ventriloquist or reading a book. And they say to uh, one thing is to pronounce your B's as D's. So Doug says the phrase, da doy dot the dasket doll. <laughs> and it's so stupid. How to talk without moving your lips. Lesson number one. To make the sound of a B without moving your lips, just say D. So the boy bought the basketball is da doy dot the dasket doll. Da doy dot the dasket doll. The doy dot the dasket doll. Not bad. Not bad. Maybe this is my talent. Maybe this is my talent. For some reason, that stuck with us as a repeatable line. The doy dot the dasket doll. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just slays me. It's so dumb. But that's a, that's one of the things about these shows is I think like The Simpsons, which of course was like art. I do. I'm not to put this stuff down. It's just a different kind of art. But the repetition of having seen these repeats so many times, whether there are layers that are there intentionally or just like, you know what? That's a funny, dumb thing. It's there now. It's there now. Yeah. <laughs> the after you for sure, see yeah, it a billion yeah. times, you you absorb it into your skin. It's like a contact eye. <laughs> and that LSD is in your spine now and it'll never go away. It's part of you. Like your grandparents are like walking around like saying <laughs> cowabunga. You know what I mean? Like they're... <laughs> When we are now at the point where grandparents could have watched TMNT. That's true. <laughs> That's scary. Oh, That's, dudical. Oh, man. Dudical. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me sometimes to make fun of the show because it seems so sweet and like it really is a nice thing for kids to have watched. Like it passed along good messages. But there's some stuff But there. it's silly. It's also silly. And that's that's another reason why it gets a mini episode because it's like I would I would start crying if I talked about it too long. It would bring me to tears to remember all the good things that I learned from this this young skinny quiet he's got sad a little paunch little man, yeah. man yeah sad little man who you know he's gonna accept his life yeah as it is uh-huh. as it's handed to him and he won't ask for anything more just paper or plastic whatever's easiest for you <laughs> that's the <laughs> the path of least resistance is sure. the path of doug i need more Thanks, everyone, for joining us or rejoining us mm-hmm. for this new batch of morsels yes. that we cooked up for you yep. of many episodes and, a, and just a new era of Days Past Tune Casting. Yeah, of our lives, yes. Guess what? 
We still have a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. It is at DP Tunecast if you want to reach us on there. We also have an Instagram now. Ooh. Hey, at DP Tunecast as well. And we still, after all these one and a half to two years. And those views. Those views keep coming. <laughs> those they keep coming. Years. On YouTube, we have a music video. Yeah, we do. Of a song that we performed and wrote. It's a parody and a mashup of the X-Men 1992 animated series theme. And the 90s smash hit, Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Yes, she does. Check it out. It's called X-Men Attack. Just search Days Past Tunecast Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yep. Now be sure to come back next episode because Travis and I are going on an adventure. Yeah, we are. A tiny adventure. A tiny tune. Adventure, because we're talking about Tiny Toon yes. Adventures. Yes. So come back next time. Check that out. Until then, tutor my duder. Tutor my duder. <laughs> <laughs>